0: We are idiots, and thus this show should never be heard by anyone, and the opinions expressed on this show are wholly the presenters and are not representative of any agencies that we currently or have formerly worked for. Welcome back to Three Idiots Talking Nonsense. As always, I am your host, The Beard, and with me will be Stash and the Anchor. And as always, you can also find us on Twitter, 3ITN Podcast, 3ITN.com, Anchor.fm slash 3ITN, and YouTube, 3ITN Podcast. We're going to kick off today's episode. I want to mention first that we're all new to doing a podcast, and boy, have we been struggling. Yeah. We have experimented with several software uh, sort of iterations, different programs. We're currently running three programs simultaneously that are each recording hoping to get sort of the best outcome and also the easiest sort of path to editing and to posting so you get the best quality episode possible we'd love to hear from you hit us up on twitter Uh, let us know what you want us to talk about give us some feedback on the episode if you know more about doing podcasts than us which probably everyone does we would love to hear from you
1: or if you know anything about the topics that we talk about
0: yeah, that was a good be point. Good. Yeah. Anything you want us to talk about or anything you want to talk about with us uh, that we've already talked about, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, I think we're going to talk today about motivation and discipline, and we're going to let uh, Stash start us
1: off. Uh, great. I don't really have much to start us off with beyond I just wanted to talk about this because I feel like motivation and discipline goes a lot into how we've were, how we adjusted at work in terms of we we've, we've all kind of started to get burnt out some of us more than others and i have i feel like i've been trying to motivate myself and uh, to move on to move on to something different which hopefully i will be here soon enough and i've been trying to keep myself like trying to hold a high amount of discipline in remaining on that track but i was curious for you guys is like what motivates you to do what you do whether it's and whether you're good at it or not what's where's the motivation come from i want to start with anchor because he's kind of the longest um tenured tenured employee at least or coworker for us
2: well i I mean when you're talking about motivation to to work um my my primary motivation is stemming from my family you know i've got a young boy seven years old about to be eight and uh I just want to be able to provide him everything that uh I can, you know. Um as far as outside of work and my personal life, motivation is purely coming from uh in enjoyment. You know, if I enjoy what I'm doing, then yeah, let's keep keep rolling, learn how to do it better and become better. Beard Do you want to have? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Well, I'm the old man here, so I mean, what's your motivation?
0: Yeah, I don't. I tend to talk more or think more in terms of discipline. In like, obviously, there's always lots of reasons to do things, and a lot of times that's not enough, right? Like we know we should be doing the right thing. We know we should be eating right. We know we should be exercising. We know we should quit smoking. We know all that stuff, but we just don't do it. And we say we're unmotivated, but really the motivation should be all around us. We're definitely undisciplined, right? Because sometimes you just have to do the things, even when you don't feel like it, because the feeling like it, the motivation aspect, I think comes and goes. And even in the work context, like the pay is a big motivator, right? Because I want right. to buy a house, really, yeah. I want to buy a farm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but where also, we were.
1: We get paid a lot of money to do not a lot of work.
0: We do. And that's really fair to say. It's terrible. I mean, today, without getting into too much detail, I talked to a 96-year-old man who had shit his pants, followed by a guy that got his arm caught in a lathe at a machine shop and had an open fracture. And those were just two random back-to-back calls today, right? And so that's unpleasant, right? And so some of it, it it is hard to just like go in there knowing that that's how your day is going to go. But we do it because we're disciplined, Right, they say show up, and we show up. Me, obviously, right? But doesn't that
1: come like come to work ethic? Does that have anything to do with our current job? Like, isn't that your work ethic kind of driving It, it is, it is. But I would say that's an element of discipline.
2: I would agree. Okay,
1: sure. I'll and agree. Then I'll give you that. Some of it,
0: you know, I I don't consider myself a disciplined person, but then in some ways, I like, would also agree with that. Right? Like we, how often do we work at three a.m. and have to get up at 45, Like day after day after day, three four times a row in a week. Not lately but historically and that takes a lot of discipline people don't want to do that which is why we get to i guess but we just yeah we we just do the things even when we don't feel like it i definitely didn't want to come in today still drug my happy ass in there almost Uh, late happy almost late yeah that was i've i've only been late to work i was less than one minute late one time in four and a half years i fucking hate being late and i was almost late you gotta get on my level buddy
2: Yeah, you need to you need to be so bad.
1: Yeah, you need to be so bad at getting up at one forty five in the morning that you need to set an alarm on your phone. Well, there's that, but or set a math alarm on your phone that makes you do a math problem. It
2: gets even better. I I have to do a math problem and I have to shake my phone for ten seconds in order to get it to damn shut off. It is the worst and best invention or creation ever.
1: Made perfectly for people like you.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm a heavy sleeper. A a I don't. I don't wake up for anything. And, Man, it's like, it, and off, it feeds into like
1: that. that troglodyte nature of yours, right? Where you're, <laughs> you're, you have to like, you got to quick do a little bit of mental problems, and then just shake the shit out of it, and you're like, oh yeah, get the anger out because you Hit had it to grind.
2: Right. It's, <laughs> it's rough. I mean, and. I've noticed now I'm actually waking up earlier than I used to back when we had to go in at 0300 all the time. Um, I'm waking up a lot easier. It only takes one alarm. I'm up and uh, I'm moving about. I don't know if that's just because I'm more well rested since my sleep pattern's not getting disrupted, but uh, yeah, it's helped.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I was not getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Been kind of nice, or 145. Yeah, it's been nice, but at the same time, I mean, Anchor, you mentioned this last week when you did have to come in for a 3 a.m. shift. Now, that one time every two weeks, it really sucks.
2: Yeah, when we yeah, did it every day, it wasn't it's a big brutal. Deal. It, it, well, it was a big deal, we just didn't realize it. Yeah, that might be a good point. And you it's probably a bigger deal while you're in it.
1: Yeah, the and yeah, it's a uh, it's a bigger deal to the people around us, right? Like my wife doesn't like when I go in at 3 a.m. I'm sure right. your wives aren't like super fans of it.
0: No. Especially when I go to bed at
1: 545 the night before. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like going into work. She doesn't give a shit that I go into work at 3 a.m. She does. She cares that I go to bed at 630 at night. Right. Because if she's at work all day in a normal non-pandemic year, right? She's at work until three and then gets home at by 4. And then we hang out for two later, hours later, and that's bed. enough time to eat dinner. And I'm, I go, go to, to bed. bed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer, guy. Okay.
1: So, um, in referencing motivation, though, and discipline, like I think, you know, we really started to talk about this. Oh, I guess it would have been what summertime last year when we were all reading Goggins, uh, mm-hmm. the David Goggins book. Uh, what was it me. "Don't Tread on Me"? <laughs> can't no, hurt
0: me.
2: can't hurt me. Very funny, though. <laughs> That's a whole You're different hilarious. topic.
1: All right, <laughs> I am hilarious. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we
0: uh we I we all read that book. I read it first. I loved it. I immediately right. had an absolute raging goggins about doing goggins stuff. And you know unfortunately that fades, right? Cuz I was motivated and it went away and now I'm not motivated. Yeah, yeah, but if but I was disciplined it wouldn't matter. I would just do it anyway.
1: Right, but I mean like he talks about and I guess I mean he kind of makes your point, right? The motivation comes and goes but mm-hmm. the discipline always stays. Yeah, but That's a jock thing too. He talks about times when he wasn't disciplined. Right. So it's motivated. not like it's right. But he still a-
2: forced himself to to get out and do whatever right. he needed to get done. Nobody's and, perfect. We all have lapses. Right. right. And and Beard, in your case, you ended up with a physical ailment that sure. prevented you from carrying through that. Sure. I mean, you had to do what was necessary to keep your body in shape. Now, granted, okay, Goggins. But let's, let's
1: be honest, though. Goggins would have just worked right through that and not been a bitch.
2: Right, he probably right. would have, and I am, I definitely am. So, But at the same time, I mean, when Goggins was going through um, seal selection, he was forced out medically because sure. he couldn't continue. Even though he, he mentally wanted to, he That's physically yeah. couldn't, and he was forced out.
0: Yeah, like I probably shouldn't have rucked the day I went, like the morning before I went to the doctor's appointment for the Achilles problem where I ended up in the that? boot. He he was really,
2: he looked at me like I was a moron. He was stern. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, and,
0: and he just kind of had this like, really? Like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah, I mean. But, I mean, really, did you make it any worse? Like, it
0: probably no, probably not at that point.
2: Yeah. yeah, if it since it didn't tear or rupture, then no. I, I think motivation and discipline has a huge... Uh, like variance in your personal life and your work life as well. Sure, you know, I mean, I'd agree with that. We all we are all very disciplined at work. Mm-hmm. I would say. I think we can Extremely. all agree that we are all ready to go hundred and ten miles an hour at mm-hmm. the drop of a hat at any given moment. Which is required, mm-hmm. but well,
1: right because it's those series of lulls, and then every once in a while you got a peak of actual activity. Where right,
2: and you know, but our motivation may not be there as much as it was when we first started. I, I can sure. definitely say mine is, oh, yeah, damn and I think I mean,
1: that's natural, right? Like to get burnt out doing anything that mm-hmm. you do. But I think in in our case, it's 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 tough to. I guess, deal with other people's problems all day, every day, and then be like, oh, you know what? I also have my own problems I have to deal with. Right, right. And that gets tough. Not yeah. to be like a downer on the show, but, you know.
0: Who's I, getting up early and going like, rocking in the morning? Uh, you're fat ass. I just want to yeah. be recognized as the Jesus. first first responder. Right. Oh, God. Here we go. The dispatcher. Uh, go we, ahead.
1: Uh, Let's hear it probably all. shouldn't
0: bring this up.
2: <laughs> we have such
0: a hard job. No, you don't. I know because I'm there every day doing it, and it's not that fucking
1: hard. But you and I talked about this, like, okay, yeah, you, it's fine for you and I and and anchor to feel about feel about our job that way. But I think it is there. There is something to be said that a lot of dispatchers don't get the respect that they deserve or the Agreed. money that they deserve um, in right. a lot of other places. Yeah, Where we are live, we are paid very well, and we, we are have appreciated to be, a lot.
0: If we weren't the highest paid in the country, I would be surprised, but we'd have to be in the top half percent. Right. Oh, I mean,
1: easily. Oh, who's gonna
0: yeah. Who's gonna pay more? So, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Like, I guess I don't feel I don't I don't expect a lot of sympathy because I know how well I'm paid, and the time off is obviously bonkers. I'm yeah, never get, there,
2: and I still have paid time off. Of PTO. Yeah.
1: Right. And that's but that's like that. And get that gets into the motivation part, right? Because you were sitting there hating your job next to me for mm-hmm. a majority of today. I would say maybe the first hour. I'd say the you whole were, you
0: were okay. year we've been sitting next to each other.
1: <laughs> sure, but <laughs> the uh, when I asked you, and then I did and when I asked you, I didn't. I got cut off. I got radio traffic, whatever, when mm-hmm. I was doing. I meant to go back to it, but I asked you, like, what are you doing about it to fix it? To, like, get yourself oh, out right. of the situation. And I, yeah. and I, I never, I didn't mean it to be like an attack. I no, was no, being I know. like
0: genuinely curious. You weren't anchoring me. You were actually trying to have a conversation. So, Correct. and I, I wanted to mention that I wanted to come back to that. And I couldn't, I was sitting here thinking there was something else we were going to talk about and I couldn't remember what. So like we, I don't want to work there necessarily other than I like the pay and the time off. I just, you know, it's one of those, like, I don't want to do this thing. It's like, well, it's part of your job. Like, I don't care. I still don't want to do it. So obviously I'm going to school, right? Right uh, doing a podcast. I do have a side business that's not doing any business. Um, I've done a lot of, um, option trading and some, uh, crypto trading in 2020 and, uh, early in 2021, although I haven't done much the last couple months, but so I'm, there are, uh, I do have other irons in the fire, I guess. And that's definitely part of like, I want these other things to take over or to change my opportunity so that I don't have to keep going to the thing I don't want to do in a disciplined manner.
2: Right, but are are you actively trying to pursue those other avenues? I mean, literally, it sounds- right
0: now on this podcast, anchor—that's what <laughs> we're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, but w- we all agreed that we aren't doing this just to make money. We we all no, of course, not. thought it'd be nice. No, this However, is, this yeah, is you, therapy for us. It yeah, really yeah this is more therapeutic because we get to vent. We get to let it all out. Um, of course, there's certain things we can't talk about. Obviously, damn but, you! I mean, are are there are you taking the steps to I mean, you've already said you've stopped trading or are, are you doing anything with your business or are you just paying for the license?
0: That's a fair question. The business right now is only the
1: podcast. I gave you guys a business opportunity today. I said, make your own damn. Yeah. What were we talking Primers. about? Primers, Primers for for your ammunition. And you guys are like, it's too hard. I might blow myself up. Me, me, me.
2: Well, yeah, you're dealing with some volatile substances that uh, you know. And that's it, just and his. you're BL. creating a, <laughs> <laughs> and you're creating an even more sensitive explosive. If we were to do that, we'd have to have certain equipment. And God knows the licensing. We'd have to buy a factory,
0: basically. Like, right? Forget about it.
2: We'd have to get. I don't think it's realistic. You'd have to get an explosive-proof, freaking building to manufacture out of. At like, a large like, how did scale.
1: they do it back in the day, though? Like. When How many are people flint and up.
2: steel?
0: So part of it is the the primer, like modern smokeless powder and modern primer compounds are like late, very late nineteenth uh, century and twentieth century designs. So some of it, in in terms of like, are you thinking like pre-industrial revolution era up through? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't late know. What 19th I'm century? About. I don't know shit about this. I'm a fucking That's true. idiot. I'm glad we agree. But so I guess part of it is like back in the day, if you will, black powder, while, um, less stable in a lot of ways, the modern smokeless powder was a lot uh, easier to manufacture in the way I understand it. It was simpler. So there was less to do, I guess it was less complex. I guess that would be simpler. Yeah, I mean, well, with black sure. powder you literally <laughs> yeah. pour it down the worse. barrel,
2: throw a little into your uh flintlock and then right. strike a rock against metal. Sure. And I don't know how
0: I don't know how similar percussion caps are compared to modern primers. So there might be something there, but yeah, I don't I also don't have any interest in manufacturing anything in yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, you could own the manufacturing company, right? Like that's true. You wouldn't have to actually manufacture it yourself. Sure. Anyway, the, we're, we're getting, we're a hundred percent off topic now. So yes. getting back to what we're, what we're doing to try and get ourselves out of this rut, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're you've got your school. business. You, yeah, you and I are both in school. Anchor is that kind of us. just accepting the fact that he has another year and a half
2: at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to write it out to, uh, to vest my retirement. Um, yeah. so I don't lose a buttload of money when i decide to quit yeah that's not how and, that works
1: uh, take it from the guy so who knows money
0: we can take it well no right. it's just it's not the way that the PERS works but what we can it, what we can theoretically is. do it's not we can take this aspect and <laughs>
2: tell me tell me exactly how it works if i quit without being vested
0: you there's no money it's not like you have an account that you lose there's no money there's nothing I there lose you're not walking away employer
2: from it. contributions to PERS. If, you, if I am not vested. Are you, are we on the same PERS plan? PERS three. Because that's not how my PERS works. I'm
0: pretty sure it is. It's not. So on the subject of school, the things that we're doing not uh, at work, we could go right into my TED talk that I have to do.
2: So yeah, do absolutely. it. Let's Big talk
0: silence. About it. Okay.
1: I was confirming if you guys No, I was talking. actually like, I was looking up PERS to see if we actually have to cut that from this show. Why would we have to cut that from the show? Well, because it's only uh, where we live. So no, it's not. Uh, oh, isn't that? I don't
0: know. No, it's we it's, didn't it's... mention the state. I think everybody right. has one. We're just oh, in okay. our states.
1: Um. Gotcha. Anyway,
0: so I'm taking a rhetoric class this quarter, and the final project is a six to twelve minute. We're calling it a TED talk, but obviously, I don't know who TED is, but he's not going to be on it. And so I have to do the six to twelve minute talk, and what I'm going to do is a sort of public education approach to um how 911 works which is obviously something we deal with firsthand every day and I definitely want to go you know just like we have a disclaimer on the show that we don't speak for our agency my Ted Talk will also have that sort of disclaimer but just a way to do we we all talk about public education how we wish people knew better how nine one one worked, and then sure. as a corollary, sort of what to do or how to call nine one one beyond just literally pushing the buttons. So that's going to be the way that I start or way that I go uh, for my TED talk.
1: It sounds good. I mean, like, so walk us through like what are your main like your main points.
0: So I'm going to start with a little bit of the history of nine one one. And get into some of the you know very very briefly at six to twelve minutes right and obviously I could talk for six to twelve minutes on fucking anything easily, right um, or even longer depending on who you ask. So I'm going to get a little bit into the history. I'm going to talk about a little bit about the um, things like call routing and jurisdiction stuff. Very again very brief. Getting into because some of the questions that we get a lot are things like can't you just track my phone and the answer is sometimes, sort of. So I'm going to talk about that because that's a common question that we get. Um, talk a little bit about the way that we sequence our questions and why, at least for the big, you know, because we say, what is the location? What is the address of the emergency, right? So, you know, for us, the nature of the emergency matters somewhat less if we don't know where to send help. If we know right, where to it send don't, help.
1: It, it doesn't really matter at all. No, it really doesn't. Do.
0: People don't want to hear that. I don't think, but if, as long as we know where to send help, we can, they can figure it out when they get there. I can know everything about what's going on, but if I don't know where to send them, I, it doesn't matter what's happening. So that's going to be part of it. Um, get into talk a little bit about some of the, the future stuff for nine one one. What's coming.
1: Right. Well, you might um, want to also like mention that like text to nine one one is a thing, although it's in its infancy. So Right.
0: That's one of the things I'm going to mention, you know, eventually we're going to have, um, you know, video streaming and stuff like that. I've like read about you know down the road um, where people are going to be able to, like video chat nine one one, and we're going to be. I'm just live waiting
1: streams for the first. The scene. I'm, I'm waiting for the first like. Does this look infected? Video call, and oh, I'm going to quit on the spot. Yes, absolutely. If, if they
2: implement video calling, I'm done. It, it's going to well, yeah. Long I mean, they're going to see your.
1: They're going to see your fucking mug on the other side, and like, they're going to be done.
0: I don't know if one they're going can to be only able hope. To see us, but. So I'm going to talk about a bunch of those things and, you know, have a PowerPoint. I'll just be narrating over the PowerPoint and just kind of going through
1: it. Are you going to mention where stuff. where we dispatch for? No. Okay. Just I like you are doing you're that going, here. Well, right. But you're like talking to like a, a state college that's like in the area. I thought you would.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's in the state, but in fact, yeah. And arguably it has a, has a campus in our County. Right. But no, I don't want to get that specific. And that's going to be part of the disclaimer. Like, you don't live where i dispatch probably so go figure your own shit out like you have to go find out how your 911 works go yeah. online and read about it you know or whatever and like try to find out if your if your plan is to call 911 you have a vested interest in knowing how it works so you can use it as efficiently as possible are you and
1: therefore mention,
0: save
2: your own life
1: are you going well i don't think anyone really plans on calling 911 really um, despite some I don't know. of the calls we oh, get. There are but, plenty right. of
2: people that take their time, think about it, and then plan True. what they're going to say. Sure.
0: And some That's, that, like, their only plan is to call 911. Like, what if something happens? We'll just call 911. That can't be your only plan.
1: But if it is, and that gets into the whole, like, preparation stuff, which we definitely right. need to talk about one day. We do. Um, well, one thing, are you going to mention, are you going to push the, uh, what is it, that, the rave system uses the the nine one one profile rapid, or whatever.
0: Yeah, rapid SOS and smart nine one one.
1: Yeah, smart nine one one. You should push that a little bit because I think it I'm, is. I'm good definitely going to mention it.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely it gives us oftentimes when people have it, it gives us great location information.
1: Right. That is anyone listening yeah. to this podcast, go look up smart nine one one. You can fill out a nine a profile, and if you're, I mean obviously take this with a grain of salt but if your 911 centers are equipped with the right technology they can see the profile that you fill out and you can put in medication uh, allergic reactions stuff like that put in your vehicles pictures of your family Pets. dogs anything like that
2: yeah all yeah. kinds of stuff all sorts it's of good stuff it's a great information. it's a good resource for us here there um unfortunately it's not very well utilized and i think that has to do Agreed. with the lack of uh Public education about right. how we and function. luckily
1: for us, this um this podcast reaches tens of people, so right. we're really expanding the use of uh, smart nine one one here. Just yeah, at this.
0: least a half a dozen people who right. probably already knew about it
2: are going to hear if they podcast. listen to yeah. us. Talk Wh- who we likely it, sure. know personally, right?
0: <laughs> so yeah, so I'll get into a bunch of that kind of stuff, and um, you know, just hopefully. I try to, almost like an FAQ, right? The common questions that we know that we get all the time when people call, like, how does this work? Well, let me tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't have waited until you needed
1: CPR instructions. Right. And you can talk about that too. I'm like, people will call us up, up for medical information. And it's like, we're not doctors. Mm-hmm. We don't have no. any kind of. We have very yeah. limited medical training.
0: You do not want my medical or legal advice in any circumstances. Yeah,
1: and that's another thing is legal advice, too. Yeah. Right. Get a lot We're of not lawyers. Like that. But to be We're fair, a lot cops. of people, like, I guess the biggest thing you want to make sure that they understand is when they call 911, they're not getting connected to an officer.
2: No, no, right at the least first not here.
1: One of the biggest, yeah, okay, sure, yep. yeah, at least yeah, not I, here. One, I, I, one big misconception is that you're getting to, connected directly to an And officer. I think
2: we, as men, feel that quite a bit more than our female counterparts. Sure, um, which is
0: strange and unfounded, but yeah, I think you're not right.
2: wrong. And, you know, I, I get called officer all the time, and it's probably because of my angry tone, but
0: <laughs>
2: it is what it is. Right. And I'm going to mention, too, if
0: you Google the non-emergency number for your town, make sure it's the right state. Right. Make oh, sure it's the right state. Dude, her, I might, yes. I might have sure a list of a all the different code? states and countries that I've talked to.
2: That would be Please funny if you could hold up a state, hold up a picture of the United States. 4,000 miles away.
1: And pins all over the uh, different right. towns.
0: And I was thinking, I don't know how you know how deep I want to go in the animation of the PowerPoint because I don't know how to do it and I never have before. But if you have the map and the pins are like shooting in. From off the screen, right, and they're just like thwacking the map. Okay, but I here's my problem funny. with that:
1: if you don't want to give away where we dispatch for, you can't talk about towns from out of state that match.
0: Right. No. So I wouldn't have a list of specific town names, gotcha. but I might just list the states with towns with the same name as in my
1: county. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I think there's only like one. Uh, well, there's a couple cities in our state that there's probably only one city in all of the United States that matches. but yes. there's plenty that other there's plenty also that have. don't. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good, man. I think you're going to do well with that. I think so Um, too. So as with a Ted talk, is there, how are they grading you on it? Like how they're not going to check your information, I'm assuming. And they're not going to be like, well, he said this about 911. And I don't think that's true.
0: What's interesting is it's not an information check. And what's, what's been fascinating in the rhetoric class is the rhetoric class isn't looking at fact. It's looking at argument.
1: Okay. And even so, you could be, be bullshitting completely. But if you sell, and no
0: one right. If you sell it, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't really. It doesn't get into like even like formal logic is fairly rigid, and you can do things in rhetoric that you can't do in formal logic because it's like against the rules of logic. And so that's been really interesting too. Just like looking at techniques to draw in your audience and get them on board with you.
1: Sure, like creating hooks and stuff, right? It's right, like music.
0: Sure. Speaking of so it, you're also taking you the history of rock and roll. Food class. Or? Oh, yeah. What? No. So I'm going to be recording this sitting here in my underwear just like I am right now. So there will be food involved, but it's going to be a one-man
2: buffet.
1: <laughs> I asked if he was going to have his camera on for the PowerPoint so he could see his face in the bottom, no. like, bottom corner. <laughs>
2: Sweet baby Jesus. I did not need this picture. Fat bastards sitting in your chair. In talking.
0: my toe
1: socks and underwear. Talk, and, the, and, and the chair just pleading for him yes to, to get out.
0: I don't know if you can hear my chair. Um, I'm sitting I in a different chair. Your
1: chair all
0: day. Nor your breathing.
2: No. Nor your heartbeat. Nor your sweat pouring down the face. Thinking about food.
0: So I've I've tried to change it up. So I, I I'm sitting in a more rigid chair. So my regular chair is in the corner hugging itself and rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah, as it should it's, be. It's afraid I'm going to sit in it again. It's finally but, getting uh, relief. Yeah. I, I need to just dip it in a WD-40, get some, rid of some of the squeaks.
1: I don't think that's, I don't think it's going to help. I think it you just not. need to not be fat. <laughs> right.
2: I don't think I need a and new chair either. I think we all us. need to be not right. fat. <laughs> right. right.
0: As we're doing, you know, I mentioned that, that we've been working on Getting this podcast going and learning about things and listening back to an audio track of just myself and hearing how loud I breathe. Oh my God. <laughs> every chair creak, every cough, every breath like, what? Am I doing? I have a very loud keyboard. I have a very loud mouse, and it, this microphone is getting I'm, everything.
1: I'm, I'm going to hit you with some uh, some facts right now. You're just a loud person. Like really everything am. around you is yeah, just loud. Everybody agrees. And yes. to be fair, I'm a loud person too, and I get it. True.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, and I'd say it's a lot of the time, especially when I get loud, is I get excited because I'm basically a giant child, and when I get excited about something, it shows,
2: and I don't mean. Yeah, the, the pee stains <laughs> definitely show dripping out of your kilt.
0: Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I get excited about something like earlier. I'm trying to do some training at work today. I was trying to get caught up. You know, when you get back from vacation, it's the first day. You, as soon as you walk in, your supervisor's like, hey, your training's due soon. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're, right. like what, okay.
1: you're like, what training? Oh, right. right,
0: I'll get to work on that. <laughs> so I'm supposed to be working on this training, and I was, but then- like we started talking about bullets for a second and I got all excited and freaked for out. <laughs> right. And it's well f- for a second initially. And then I was reminded to finish my training and then we could talk about bullets for like an hour. Yeah. And we did. And we did. Yeah. As usual. God, oh. we need primers. I know. I know it's uh, bad. Yeah. yeah. Was
1: my day was, I actually got a lot of reading done because you guys were just we were talking non-stop about behind me talking about bullets.
0: Yeah. I was looking. Um, and then
1: here I come with an actual solution. You guys like, no, no,
0: so there are multiple local shops, obviously, like everywhere, I'm sure. And some of them open at 9 and some of them open at 10 and some of it open at 11. So I'm thinking I could go, I could start on the north end with a 9 a.m. store, come down to a 10 a.m. store, come down to 11 a.m. store, and then get on with the rest of my this day. This is we'll like how people shop like
1: on Black Friday. So
2: what what is causing this? Every Every four years, especially mm-hmm. when there's a Democrat president. But it's elected, way worse this year. Uh, there is a rush on all these mm-hmm. materials, all ammo, guns. Right. You know, Wasn't there components. a rush on this
1: stuff all starting like?
2: But even this, during the, pan- the last, this came years? back and started last year in March because of the pandemic. Right, because of the pandemic and the riots. Yeah.
1: So you so guys are the saying pandemic- that supply was fine, like January twenty twenty? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. So and prices I mean, I think were we have-
1: normal.
0: Prices yes. were great. So usually, I think the 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 political cycle only hits demand i think right so demand spikes and supply eventually catches up and the problem was we had a huge demand spike both for political and COVID reasons but we didn't have the supply catching back up because of COVID. everything shut down and no one was manufacturing
1: right so yeah. instead of just hitting one started end of on the equation, that fucking boat in the canal
0: oh god well at least it's out
1: <laughs>
2: yeah we didn't even talk
1: about that we should do some current yeah that event. ship has, has sailed let's move on hey uh it turns out everyone the boat's out so
2: right yeah um but what is it about a presidential election that causes people to panic and buy ammo and guns i do you think, think it's that's what answer? it was
0: or do you think it's mostly covid this time but it, it,
2: it, well this time i think it's a, a combination of the two you know starting out with covid obviously but look at our history and you know when obama was elected there was a, oh, another man. mass Huge. massive well,
1: right but his whole, like uh, like everyone said like he's he's going to come and take everyone's guns was there a, was was there the a run on thing. ammunition and guns when Trump was elected i don't think yes. so yeah. was there? but it,
0: what's no, funny yeah. after he was elected though it immediately stopped as if everyone relaxed they went oh our guy's in office we can kick back we don't have to worry about nothing
2: everything's going to be great yeah.
1: so but you're saying that the the effects of like when Obama was elected and now with a uh, sleepy Joe being elected, if uh are, are we going to see those uh, last a little bit longer Then
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think yeah. it's just compounded with COVID hitting the supply side. Right. Well, and okay. And so supplies. you're saying if, yeah. so is... let's,
1: so if you take COVID out of the, out of the equation now, mm-hmm. obviously we can't predict that completely. Right. But uh, do you think it would still be as bad? Like, well, I no. think, I think,
2: I, I think COVID it would played be a bad, big part but no but I think the riots bad. over
1: the summer also played a big part right I, 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 I think, think it we've was had a
2: full year of, of you know situations that have caused people to panic. I mean but, there have been so many new firearms purchases by people that have never owned firearms.
0: I still think it's the problem is the the political and the riots and everything only hits the demand side. So the disruption isn't as large and there's a certain amount of buffer in the market and manufacturers catch up quickly. Sure. But I think the the biggest problem is the supply side hit.
1: Yeah. In my and then that makes sense.
0: Because the manufacturers can't manufacture if they're shut down due to COVID.
2: And that that was a huge problem. Some of them had mm-hmm. to had to reduce their their staffing and right. lower their production rates. Um and they had to rely on what they had in storage. Mm-hmm. And that got depleted very, very quickly. quickly. And, well, and it's
1: also one of those now things Now it's a that race to catch up. Obviously, you clearly can't build ammunition at home. It's not like those engineers could just go home and be like, oh, I'm just going to build my bullets at home now. Yes, I can. Okay. But no, you can't because you need primers, right? What I'm saying is the right. the employees of those factories that built primers, they couldn't just go home and be like, oh, I just got a primer maker at my house. I'll just use that. Like,
0: Right. That's true. They, if they the factory shut down, there's work. nothing.
1: Right. right. They had to go to work to do their job. Kinda of yeah, like us. Interesting. Really, we are the right. primers like, of like most jobs. Emergency
0: services, <laughs> right? Actually, yeah, that's, first that's not the worst analogy that you've come up with. We are I'm the first first plans. respond primer. I'm the first right. first
1: primer. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think we're gonna wrap well, this up early because uh, I think Anchor, you got shit to do,
2: right? Yeah, man, I got I got family life that I gotta take care of. Um, got that wonderful parent teacher conference. That sounds exciting. I don't have
1: to deal with that for a few years, but I'm also, I'm already not looking forward to it. Hopefully your kid (laughs) gives you a
2: good report card this time. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, no kidding. We'll see. All right, guys, this is fun.
1: We will be, there may be a bit of a break between the next actual like big episode because I'll be gone for a bit, but.
0: Yeah, we might do some, uh, we might do some shooting specials, just the anchor and I. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good. Oh yeah. You guys do do that.
0: Anchor and I will talk about books. (laughs)
2: books about shooting right okay yeah all All right right, guys we're out
0: thank you for listening to three idiots talking nonsense you can find us on twitter at 3itn podcast 3itn.com anchor.fm slash 3itn youtube 3itn podcast and 3itn on facebook if you like what you've heard hit that subscribe button share retweet tell your friends we really appreciate it and we'll see you next time